You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys, and welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Lowest Wise Guys podcast, where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. I'm not, I'm not going to say all the stupid stuff that Rudy says, because Rudy's not here. I don't need Rudy. I kicked him out. I'm doing this by myself. There's nobody else here with me. It is only me by myself. So, I want you to rate, review, subscribe. And don't forget to pray. And who is that? Who is that speaking? That's me. I'm back. I'm Aslam. I'm here. The return, because you already returned once, but yes, you are returning yes. the, again. The re-return. The re-return of Islam. Of the architect himself. Are you going to disappear again? Um, hopefully not anytime soon. Um, I think my schedule is stabilizing. Mm. And uh, now we fix the audio as you guys can hear. Yeah, hopefully. And um, yeah, so hopefully I'll be on more episodes. I'm definitely available to record next week and the week after that. Um, the week after that, I'm... Um, going away oh look at that <laughs> look at that already but we should have an extra episode with me on it so you heard it here first guys he's yeah. already abandoning <laughs> abandoning us i'm here for three weeks then already. i'm out and in true los wise guys fashion when one of us makes a comeback the other is not here there <laughs> is no what what is he i'm the anti-socialist you're the architect he's the protagonist by the way that's the architect Islam. i don't know if yeah, i introduced i already you, said that yeah but I, I introduced myself i'm the host yeah well you're doing a bad i'm fucking the architect. job Dan and Rizzotto. Rudy's the protagonist. He's not the protagonist. He's the antagonist. He's not the main character. He's the guy that nobody likes. <laughs> no, I thought you were the anti-socialist and he was the protagonist. No, he's the antagonist because we're all A's. We're the AAA of podcasting. Keep up. Come oh. on. You haven't been here for a while. So on this when did episode. That happen? <laughs> I don't remember this. You just made that up. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. On this episode. Damn, I haven't been here in a while. <laughs> <laughs> the three A's of podcast. I like yeah, that. Yeah, the AAA of podcasting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool um we will fix your tires too on the side of the road <laughs> while you're listening to our podcast just just hold up the lwg signal up in the sky <laughs> hopefully it's at night because we're not gonna be able to see it during the day and then we'll come and we'll change your tire then we'll hit play so you can listen to our podcast and we'll disappear into the night <laughs> so on this episode Islam, uh i wanted to talk about something i've been trying to pursue something i've been considering doing for a while and it's mm. gonna be a little weird to be a little out there yeah lsd mm. what what close lucid dreaming ah i was close god damn it lucid do you so uh you're aware of what lucid dreaming is i i've heard the term i don't know the exact definition so why don't we go over that real quick i'm not gonna give you the exact definition i'm gonna give you my definition that's cool my definition of lucid dreaming is more or less um knowing that you're dreaming when you're dreaming so oh then i do that all the time i'm so glad that you said that yeah so uh, a lot of people can't do that uh, myself i've done that occasionally mm-hmm. but i can't that's been like my, my every dream in the past couple of years can you trigger it can i trigger it no but i'll realize that i'm dreaming like halfway through the dream okay now that that's essentially lucid dreaming if i remember correctly lucid means like clear okay so it's like you're aware of the fact that you're dreaming but there it goes a whole nother step where some people can control the dreams no i haven't been able to control it yet um well now that i know what it's called i'll work on it you know start doing some training yeah literally um, that's what that's what i've been doing 
Um, so this morning, since I sleep in the morning sometimes, yeah. uh, was my first attempt. So I did a little bit of reading on it, and I um, I got these new headphone things. Okay. Where it's a it's a headband that mm-hmm. has like a these uh not it's not a headphone. Well, you listen to the audio, but it, nothing goes in your ear, so you don't feel that uncomfortable like in your ear while you're yes, trying to yes. sleep. It's so over it, the head headphones. Exactly. So I got that like going. Those. Yeah, except a lot more comfortable. Okay. Um, and mostly I got that so I could just listen to stuff and I don't hear my family who's inconsiderate when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. So I started using it for that where you hear these weird uh, binarial like audio uh, sounds and it's supposed to help induce lucid dreaming. Okay. So I did that and then um, I didn't, I wasn't able to control my dream last night or at least I don't think I was, mm-hmm. but I actually remembered it. And for a long time, I haven't been able to remember my dreams. This is after one attempt. Yeah. So I figure, hey, that's one step closer. So, uh, like I said, I was able to remember my dream. It was weird. It involved uh, Pokemon monsters. Yeah. Um, I read. What? Yeah, I read. Yeah. Um, there was that. There was my old uh, Ford Explorer was there. It didn't have any brakes. Yeah. Which is ironic. So, like your normal Ford Explorer? No, no. That, that's the thing. The brakes always worked in mine. It was the gas that didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so I could sit there. I just couldn't go. <laughs> This is the opposite. There, I remember uh, being in my car parked at like a ticket booth type thing next to another person named Raul. How did I know his name was Raul? I don't know, man. That's the crazy thing. I woke yeah. up. I knew the dude's name was Raul, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it is crazy. That is crazy. Um, there was that. Went to 7-Eleven. There was some lady who was working the register, very unorganized, made a lot of mistakes. She tried to charge me like over, I think it was like $160 for something. I couldn't remember what it was, but nothing is well, worth that in 7-Eleven. buying a fucking prostitute? Like, I don't know if that's... If that's cheap or expensive, I don't Prostitutes? know. Prostitutes? I don't. I wouldn't know. Oh, well, depends on where you get them. Why do you know this? <laughs> Rudy was right about that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. The. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about prostitutes. Um. So there's some on like. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, but it depends on like the class of prostitutes. If they're just regular street walkers, mm-hmm. you can get anywhere from like. Because I've seen like um, yeah. documentaries. Really? Yeah, like you can. Um, they can be as cheap as twenty dollars for a blowjob, and then like you got your your high end escorts that could be like two thousand a night or more. Really? How yeah. about how about a bottom bitch? What what is a bottom bitch? A bottom bitch? Yes. I don't know what a bottom bitch is. It's a it's a term I learned thanks to South Park. Uh, butters. From South Park. Well, I know what like a bottom is in like the gay community. No, no, not that. You're talking about like bottom and power bottoms and all yeah. that stuff. No, yeah. that's a that's a whole topic yeah. for another day. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Lucid a, dreaming. <laughs> I don't know. I I kind of want to know what a bottom bitch is. I want to know if bitch, I'm a bottom, a bottom bitch, bitch or not. is supposed to be uh the pimp's like go to. That's that's your hoe. That's that's your she's she's your go to. She's your bottom bitch. Oh. She's the one that she's like your number two almost. Okay, okay. Yeah. So why is she called the bottom bitch? Shouldn't be the top bitch? Nah, man. Because bitches never stay on top. <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, why do you know this? I don't know. Like, shit. That, no, literally, it's an episode of South Park where oh, okay, Butters okay. accidentally became a pip. What he did is he was on the playground and he got the girls to, like, sell kisses. Oh, yeah, I remember this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, he had, like, a bunch of, like, the whole grade working yep, for him. yeah. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then he actually had prostitutes. <laughs> he, he got real life prostitutes. Goddamn. But, butters, he, but man. he still had a bottom bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. South Park's a great show. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> South Park is the best. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, one sick best. But. Okay, it's, it's so you've been shit. able to know that you're in a dream, and this has been for years now. Yeah, it uh, it honestly started when I was when I'd have wet dreams. Okay, um, because I'm just like, wait, I'm not allowed to have sex yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, so this is a dream. So you're like that in the dream? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a second. This is not supposed to be happening right now. I'm not married yet. And <laughs> I, you don't know how bad, how bad I wish you would say that when you're with a girl. <laughs> you're with a girl, you have sex, you're doing your thing. You're like, wait a second. This is a fucking dream, isn't it? God damn it. When am I going to wake up? And she's just sitting there like, that's not what happened. <laughs> so yeah, so like, so so I usually have my wet dreams during Ramadan cuz mm-hmm. I don't like masturbate during Ramadan. It's is it the hunger? Is it the want for food that gets you? Ramadan? Yeah. No, well fasting involves more than just food and water. Okay. You're not supposed to ejaculate during fasting hours as well. Okay. Uh, along with a bunch of other okay. stuff. So Ramadan's pretty much my 30-day no fap challenge. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know what the hell that meant, but okay. Like 30 days no jerking off challenge. That's a thing? Yeah. People, I hate the world we live in. <laughs> listen, man, p- people don't have self control. Whatever. There's, there's everything's a challenge now. Why? Yeah, is because nobody has self control, and everybody wants a participation trophy. But uh, have you heard about the bird box challenge? It's a thing now. Uh I I know you guys talked about bird uh, bird box on the last episode. What the fuck was that? <laughs> My brain froze. Um, bird box on the last episode. I actually saw it recently too. I saw it too after the episode. A little well, recap. I, bef- I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, it, it was okay. Honestly, no spoilers. Um, it was okay. It was pretty like you guys said. It was like the happening. It was also like the Quiet Place, which is another movie which that was Quiet Place. That sounds familiar. It, it's it's a movie that came out in theaters with um, what's was it Zachary Levi or the other one that looks like him from The Office? What's the guy from The Office? Steve Carell. No. Th- uh, at home, John or oh John Krasinski, yeah, yeah John Krasinski. Oh, oh, the one he made with his wife Emily Bloom. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so where where the monsters like you couldn't make a sound at all, yeah. or the monsters will hear you. Yeah. But these were actual monsters that you saw. Yeah, that's essentially what happens to me if I'm um if I'm trying to sleep mm-hmm. and you make a sound, I become one of those monsters from the <laughs> So don't fucking make yeah. noise. So I've never actually seen the movie, but it had the exact same like storyline where mm. these monsters attacked everybody they're killing now these they're trying to survive i didn't actually see the movie but it had the same exact feel and same thing with the happening like so they're all kind of like post not post-apocalyptic like it's apocalyptic events mm-hmm. the only thing about um the other one was i i wanted to know what those creatures were like there was too many unanswered questions for, for which, which bird, box. bird box okay yeah like I think the other one, like I, I googled the other one to see what the monsters look like, and yeah. they just look like aliens. So okay, I'm no just spoilers, like, okay. no spoilers. It's saying. it's been out for like a year. I, I'm I'm talking about Bird Box. Just careful with oh, what you're saying. Next. Bird Box, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the cre- I think you guys talked about. Rudy said what the creatures do on the episode. He said he's yeah. He actually gave away something that he shouldn't have. Yeah, whatever. The thing. So yeah. I wanted to. I want like we never got an answer what the creatures were. And we never got an answer why they were doing this. Like, there was no actual reason. Like, there was no... like. I like, prefer that. With the happening, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, the plants are attacking because we're destroying the world. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Even though it's kind of a little... Because the pl- plants do talk through the mycelial network, and it's been scientifically proven. I know. It's like an app on their leaves. 
Yeah. And um but yeah, we're going off topic. No, I was going to bring it back. Keep going. Um but yeah, so the the uh, the quiet place I can extrapolate if they're monsters or whatnot. Mm-hmm. We can I can even if they don't explain how the monsters came to be, I can extrapolate multiple reasons why they could have just been aliens that landed there. They could have been a monster experiment, mm-hmm. uh, interdimensional beasts, whatever. Like there's, I can extrapolate a, a thought process of why these monsters were doing this. Yeah. This one, there's absolutely nothing that I can extrapolate from other than it could be like a biblical thing where it's like ending the world. And the only reason why this is kind of a spoiler, but Rudy had already said on the last episode, there's there's people that could see and didn't die. Yeah. The only reason why they survived is they were used as tools to make other people that exactly. uh, were using blindfolds to see, yeah. forcing them to see. Yeah. And then once everybody's gone, they would have died too. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the whole not being not knowing what it is. I I prefer that because it's almost like the. Uh, it's the fear of the unknown type thing coming in. Well, the thing is, is like the, this will be going too much into the movie. I'm not yeah. going to talk about it. They kind of showed it what it was, but they didn't. Right. Yeah. Via. I, OK. One thing I just want to jump in real, yeah. real quick with, with real quick is, yes, they they sort of showed like that weird image. Yeah. The after image thing, if you will. Not the after image. There was the dude that did the drawings. Okay. Well, okay. There is that. There's that. But too. but my thing, I I was thinking of it more in terms of the weird after image that they showed, where you'd see like a breeze or whatever, and you can yeah. kind of sort of think see things. I interpreted that as it's something for us, the viewers at home. I feel like them within the movie, they don't see it. I I feel like that for them, it is completely blank all the time. With that guy drawing. I kind of think that was almost like his interpretation of it. Yes, they can see, well, but I don't think that they could. So I, I wanted to really know because mm-hmm. it annoyed me. So I went on and did like a little research. Mm-hmm. And they checked actually, out the book and everything? No, like for oh. the movie. Like okay. I just did the... And they actually did have a monster that they were going to use, mm-hmm. but they decided to cut it out. Good. And um, this and the description of the monster that they used was really bad. So I'm glad they did cut it out. This is the big ass Elmo. Was running around. <laughs> it was <laughs> weird. Tickle like Sandra Bullock Tickle described me. it and it was the weirdest shit. Oh, it was like, so it was bad too. So anyway, to, to bring it back to, to lucid dreaming. One thing is I thought about this a lot after Bird Box simply because it's a survival movie. Yes. And. I, I another term for it that I call I called it a zombie movie mm-hmm. without zombies because it gives you the same feeling that you watch when you're watching a zombie movie. Yeah. So it's 28 days later. Those aren't zombies, but it's still a zombie movie because yeah. it's a survival movie. So I've always put myself in those situations. I, I like those types of movies in particular because I think, how would I survive? If you can lose a dream, you can create an environment. I would purposely put myself in, this is going to sound like a fucking weird thing. I would put myself in environments such as those to see if I could make it out. Oh, okay. So, so I would, I could see my, cause I always think like randomly. So it's kind of, so you'd be pretty much kind of like almost daydreaming. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, and in order to be able to lucid dream, one important thing is you're supposed to like know your environment. So constantly be aware of what's going on. There's these different reality checks that you could do in your dream to see if you are indeed dreaming or not. Yeah, yeah, the fingers. And exactly. Yeah. So there's stuff like that. So it's like it would be one of those things where it's like if I am, 
I think I'm in a dream, I would have to look for certain telltale signs. Like, for example, like you said, the fingers, one common thing is if I could take some of my fingers and push it through the palm of my other hand, if I can do it, obviously I'm dreaming, but I have to like legit try to do it. There's that. Um, try to look at a clock. Apparently in dreams, you can't ever see a clock or anything because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to know what time it is or some crap like that. I don't know. But when was the last time you had a dream and you remember looking at a clock? Never. Um, for me, mostly my dreams are if they're not like sex dreams, they're um, like uh, there's they're like not a disaster. They're 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 almost like something is wrong, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to like like someone's getting hurt, someone's dying. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get to them. Yeah. And whenever I try to run, I slow down. Mm. It's as if I can't run. So I have to like walk just to try to get there. Yeah. And like I keep trying to run and I can't and it, it annoys me. And like because like I can't do anything. And then it's like, OK, now I'm, it's like by that point, I kind of realize I'm dreaming because yeah. like I know I could run. And then it snaps in my brain and I can know. When I, that happens, do you like automatically wake up or do you still follow through with the dream? I don't completely wake up, but the dream goes away. OK. The moment you're you're aware of what's happening, I, I, it's like goes away like, like not completely like it's like I realize I'm dreaming. Then I try to continue the dream, and then it goes away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's supposed to be some tricks to learn that where you stabilize the dream. Supposedly, you're supposed to try to reassure yourself like, yes, I'm aware of it's a dream, but you have to like kind of hold on to it. Yeah. Like I haven't looked into that yet because I'm literally just trying to get to the point where I can lose a dream. Activated. Then I, then I'll worry about holding on to the dream once I could do it, if I can. But um. But yeah, man, that's, it's something I want to do. Like I said, I want to put myself in these environments. My problem with my dreams have always been, I never had like one steady dream. Like, like you said, you're, there's somebody going somewhere, you're trying to run to them and you slow down. My dream is always like, you read the thing I wrote down Yeah. where it literally it's, it's, I didn't write it in the correct order, but it started off. I was in some awkward, um, like world. I can't, this part, I can't remember too well. And then from there, I somehow turned in, uh, into the whole trying to get a car. The car got me to the the phone bo- the the ticket booth thing. I'm speaking to this person named Raul. I see the Pokemon battle with the giant Pokemon, whatever that's happening. And then from there, I jumped to a park. And then I thought it was like I was in a 7-Eleven. That's always been my issue with dreams. They're never connected. I'm literally yeah. in one moment, and then boom, I jump to the next. And I think like this sometimes too, where I'm thinking of something, and I think of something that leads me to something else, to something else, and yeah, I that's, just jump all over the place. That's how I think too, especially when I'm like thinking of topics. Like yeah. the, the one of the one of the topics that I just came up for for a future episode was from from it spurred from the idea of a text that my friend sent me, and it had it literally it kind of has something to do with the topic, but like it it, it spurred the idea in in that it was in the direction and then it, it that idea brought me into that and i was just like oh what if like yeah so yeah that's usually how i come up with most of my topics it's usually something that someone says something i read that i'm like i i like digest for a moment and then it leads my process to something else and then i'm just like oh okay this I can use as a topic yeah, or like an idea or a first story or yeah, something. That, yeah. That's what happens to me. And I, and like, I always thought of, I was, I just thought I dreamed weird or whatever. And now it's like, I'm looking at, it, I was like, nah, it's just, I'm constantly thinking. So it's like, I literally just jump from one scenario to the next. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, if I could control it and just create certain scenarios, like how freaking cool would that be? Imagine being in a world where you could just literally do anything. 
That would be amazing. I mean, that would be great. And I was looking at different things. Like, there's this one lady. She's uh, uh, she studied on lucid dreaming. Apparently, she's been able to do it for years. She um, she's used it to come over writing block, writer's block. Okay. And uh, she's for her it was weird. She had a dream where she was um, she's dreaming, and then she knew it wasn't real because her computer was on the opposite side of the room where it normally was. So right there, that was one of her telltale signs that this isn't real. Yeah. And then she did her reality checks and everything, and wasn't a dream. And then she was like, all right, so she has to come over a writing's block. So she figured, or writer's block. And she figured, let me just sit down and see if I can get this writing done. And when she sat down, or before she sat down, she looked in her chair and she saw that the chair had a hole in it that she assumed led to hell. So she was like, let me sit in this. But it's not big enough that she would fall in yeah. unless she like tried to. So she kind of sat in a thing and then she just attempted to write. And then her thing was like, she knew as long as she kept writing, she wouldn't fall. Okay. And that overcame her thing then she woke up was able to write nice so i mean grant this is somebody who's been practicing lucid dreaming for a while this is a writer this is a somebody with a phd but still they were able to use lucid dreaming to their advantage so i figured if i could if something like that is useful i could use it to help me overcome something or anything i feel like that'd be interesting i mean the thing with dreams is that it's uh, some scientists say like dreams are just your mind trying to solve issues in your subconscious that you haven't been able to solve in in your conscious mind right so it's it's just your brain trying to solve a problem in a different perspective through that dream yeah uh one of the things is that like i'll have like a, a dream like a lucid dream and i'll realize it's a dream and i'm like oh this is really cool and whatnot and like while i'm sleeping i'll i'll i the dream is so vivid in my head but as soon as i open my eyes and wake up and i'm just like okay what the fuck what happened like like i want to remember it because it's so cool and i want to talk to somebody about it or bring it up or something but then i just completely forget what it is and it's just like well step one for lucid dreaming for what i'm learned is dream journal no i understand that but it's like it's not i won't even have time to write it Mm -hmm. because as soon as like I get like I'll be laying down. I'll wake up. Just right getting there. out of bed, I'll have completely forgotten it. Do you get out of bed? <sighs> I try sometimes. Because <laughs> yeah. that's one of the things I was I was reading. It was like they literally said like sleep with a notebook next to you. Okay. So they said for some reason the moment you're like up, like you're actually out of bed, mm-hmm. that's when that's right there. You definitely forget about it. There's okay. been times where it's like I wake up. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah. I'm just laying in bed. I sleep, I don't know. <laughs> but you just haven't slept in so long it just becomes a dream. Yeah. So that's that's why I have the notebook. I was like, yeah. you know what, let me just write this down. Um and I mean, yeah, I one thing I could do that they mentioned was try to interpret what you think you're dreaming and that might help you further establish a dream no. for next time. And I look at what I wrote and I was like, the only thing I could interpret is I think I'm fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with interpreting a dream is I think that like I've tried like thinking about a dream and like the more I think about it, the less like not the less it makes sense. The more I try to like make it a reality, like and it just it stops being a dream and it starts being me filling it with memories of try- so I can try to make sense of it. Okay, that's And then it stops being the actual dream and has become something else completely convoluted. This is when you normally dream or is this when you were aware you're in a dream and you're trying either to way. Yeah. yeah. It, when I tried to like think about the dream and what happened and stuff like that. And, um, 
yeah, it just it becomes convoluted because then I start replacing moments of the dreams with memories that I think, I don't know, like my brain just does it and like it just, I don't know. It yeah. just becomes apparently. Weird. I was reading a decent amount of people have their memories pop up in dreams. I don't think that's ever happened to me. I don't think I've ever had a memory. I like relive well, no, a memory. It's not in a my memory popping up in a dream. It's when I'm awake and like in the shower, okay, I, thinking I about the dream and like trying to make sense of it that I start putting my memories in it to try to make sense of it. And you. then it just becomes, it just goes away completely. Like, I get you. Yeah. No. Um, before we change uh, topics real quick, what what's what's one of the weirdest dreams you've had? Um, it was like a violent dream. Okay. But what ha- happened was, um, I was in the my old house, and this was when I was really younger, mm-hmm. and um, I dreamt that someone was in the house, and um, this is when I was watching a shit ton of anime, mm-hmm. um, but. This fucking, he's just fucking throwing spirit bombs all around your house. Bro, I almost, no, I know I went uh, fucking uh, Samurai X on this person. So this person was in my house and they ended up killing my mom Mm. and I completely lost it. And the last image I remember from the dream is the person was pinned to the wall with a, with a sword through his neck. From he's, yeah, he's psychopath. <laughs> I know, but he killed my mom, so oh, you know it, what I'm I saying. It, you know. So you hey, know, man, you he's lucky. Did, he look. He's lucky he didn't get that shit skewered up his ass and not his mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Turn into a shish kebab. Yeah, and it'd be even worse because his name probably was Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of the weird ones I had. Yeah. Um. Again, like uh, some most of the ones that I have are in that scenario where someone's. I care about is getting hurt or something and yeah. I have to do something. Just fucking put a sword <coughs> in your neck. That's it. Yeah. And um, the other ones are, you know, just uh, me getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fucking put a sword in their neck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, th- those times are fun. So I don't want them to stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what kind of weird shit you're into. But one of my um, weird dreams. Yeah. Some kinky shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some handcuffs. Yeah. Ball gags. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What else? Some, uh, some, uh, uh, butt plugs with, uh, with the, with the tails. Couple, a couple, a uh, couple fucking tennis balls and uh, loaves of bread, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> a baguette, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my God. W- one of my weird dreams, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's been a while, so I'll bring it up again, is, um, the presidents. I was, I was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> And uh, if you've heard this, I'm sorry, but you're going to hear Four it Four scores and seven years ago. So it was, for some reason, all the presidents got together as they do because they're all alive at the same time. And we yeah, all sat at a table and we were discussing uh, presidential matters. <laughs> the original Los Wise guys. <laughs> well, the second iteration of the Los Wise oh, guys. Oh, yeah. We already discussed who the original ones were. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um, so yeah, I was Abraham Lincoln and we were discussing presidential matters or whatever. I don't remember exactly what was being discussed, yeah. but I do remember... George Washington, at the end, of the, I was at the head of the table. I'm Abraham Lincoln. Of course, I'm at the head. Yeah. George Washington, who's upset with his wooden teeth, are over on the side, pulls out a gun, shoots me point blank range right across the Roosevelt's and everything. Okay. Just shoots me. And I'm I mean, sitting, there was only one, but okay. No, there was two. Franklin D. Roosevelt and Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, shit. And uh, so I'm, I'm there. Stupid. Hey, I was there at the table. I would know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. Okay. So he shot me right in front of everybody, and nobody did a thing. Nobody did a thing, and I figured they were all they were all in it together. They all had a problem against well, I mean, uh, old age. Well, because they wanted slaves, bro. Like, you took away the slaves. I guess so. Maybe that was it. They're all Maybe racist they're motherfuckers. Maybe they just wanted the hat. They were just of the hat? They, they were just, just of the hat. hat and the beard. Yeah. But yeah, that's one of my weirdest dreams. So, Eslam, you had a topic. What was yes. your topic? So, my topic <clears throat> spurred... Uh, you know, I was I was thinking about Superman, right? I was thinking when he crashed. So he crashed on Earth as a baby, and um, and the way this actually spurred is, uh, like, so my nieces are like now they're three and four. They're Kryptonian. Yeah, and okay. um, bef- be- and earlier they were two and three and stuff like that. So that's how that's how numbers work. Yeah. So and before that they were one and two. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they went through their terrible twos and they're kind of still going through it. Yeah. Like the. And they'll have like tantrums and stuff like that when you don't give them what they want. So my thought came as what the fuck happened with Superman's terrible twos mm-hmm. and how did Jonathan and Martha Kent survive that shit? Because yeah. think about it, right? <clears throat> If you if you think about the original Superman movie, right? Clark Kent he he was a toddler, yeah. right? So he crashes, the car flips, mm-hmm. he comes and he lifts it up with one hand. He's yep. like, "Ha, hi." Nah. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the greatest Clark Kent impression ever. <laughs> hi. <laughs> so, and they're looking at him like, "Oh my god, look, it's a baby." Yeah. So, now little Clark Kent is running around the farm and um he's already got the powers yeah, yeah at least he, super strength as far yeah, as we know exactly right so let's say the other powers hasn't developed yet but he has super strength right because yeah. he can lift the fucking truck yeah while he's two they're giving him food mm-hmm. right and they're like hey it's time for a dessert mm-hmm. give him some dessert right and clark Kent's a, a kid right even though he's from a different planet he's still a kid he's like damn this dessert tastes really good. Yeah. I want some more dessert. Yeah. And then the cancer are like, nah, there's too much sugar. We don't want that. Yeah. And then Clark puts his hand through a table. Yeah. Or he killed, he just straight up kills the cancer and eats all the, all the pie. Or exactly. Whatever. Like <laughs> how did he not like, I, I thought about this and then I thought about Kilgrave, um, from the purple man. From, okay. Yes. Yes. yes from, yes. um, because Jessica he Jones. had, yeah. Cause he had his powers when he was young too. Mm-hmm. And he had the powers to command anybody. Right. So, so the the thing is, is that how did Clark Kent not become completely corrupt with his powers, even though he can like, he could literally like, like when my nieces get angry, they'll just start like, you know, flailing and trying uh, to I hit. Just, I just see you doing a bunch of karate chops. Like why yeah, are they karate chops? They'll try everything? to like flail and hit me and shit like really? that. Right. Okay. Because they're having the little tantrum, you okay. know, whatever. So they'll, they'll try to push me away or, you know, they're upset. See, whenever I've seen a kid have a tantrum, they never try to hit anybody. They, like, hit the ground or they powder. They do. They make noise, but they never try to actually. Well, no. Well, because usually we're taking something away from them, okay. and, you know, or they're being bad and, yeah. like, we told them to do. So, so we're, we're taking their phone away, their yeah. toy away or whatever, and they want it back, and they're grabbing and, like, you know, and, yeah. So... You make it sound like these little kids just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, sometimes, bro. You know how many times I got hit in the balls? <laughs> if that was Clark Kent, I wouldn't have any kids anymore. No. Like you my, would, you wouldn't have balls. Like my little one will run to like hug my legs. Yeah. And her head will go straight, straight into my nutsack. Bro, 
that oh my gosh that's she a, dropped me like twice that's a disqualification <laughs> <laughs> so i can only imagine like clark kent like fucking going crazy getting like angry what if he got angry one day and fucking laser shot out his eyes oh man and and martha or jonathan just happened to be in front of him yeah like they would have gotten two holes through their yeah like stomach i mean or maybe he would have got both nipples yeah <laughs> <laughs> the the argument would have to be i guess that they're just that good of parents which See, doesn't make sense but but this would make for a great comic book oh, yeah, series. absolutely absolutely like why hasn't anybody come up with this yet well, we got or, the closest thing was uh superman american alien i'd say by i can't remember his name right now but superman american alien yeah have you read that no it's I haven't either, <laughs> but it, uh, from my understanding, I think Rudy read it. Too bad you're not here, you son of a bitch. Um, it's about Clark growing up, and you go through different stages of his life. Yeah, and they talk about certain things that happen, like maybe he was at school and this shit happened, or he got his first job. And yeah, but he was always like aware that he needs to hide his powers. But by the probably by like you could probably teach him that by the age of like seven, eight, mm-hmm. where he can like understand logic. Mm-hmm. But from like toddler age from like two to like six kids don't really have logic that much unless maybe you never know maybe jonathan and martha knew like they saw him lift up the truck and they figured all right this kid is strong but he's he's a kid he's dumb kids are dumb maybe he thinks we're just as strong maybe if he does some shit we just we don't we don't just hit him we don't give him a little a little, you know, spank on on his butt. We just we straight beat the shit out of this baby, right? And then they well, they get a kryptonite crowbar and just start beating him. No, I mean they're just gonna the baby might not feel the pain physically, but emotionally, just fuck with him. You no, know what I'm saying? Just fuck like, with him emotionally, and I then you just make him cry and shit, and he'll be too afraid to do shit. If they would have done that, then he would have grew up fucked up. Who's who's to say he didn't? He runs around in fucking spandex and underwear with a giant S on him. You think that man's okay? <laughs> <laughs> His best friend dresses like a bat. (laughs) (laughs) He's not an okay person. Okay, see, now you're just making it sound like they're in a mental hospital. This is all lucid dreaming from these two (laughs) mental guys. When you look at the superheroes, Batman in particular, you have to know there is something wrong with this person. He he should be an Well, yeah, no, his parents got shot in front of him. I know, and that fucked him up, but still, like... Who who's things like oh my parents died I want to beat the shit out of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Maybe after his parents got shot, he turned around and saw a clown, and he yeah. was like, "I hate clowns." Not today, Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real though, like with Superman, I don't know. I just feel like I also think it would be like comedic mm-hmm. to see how like the like the creativity of like a writer coming up with ways of how the Kents would deal with this powers. Yep. Also trying to hide that kid. Like imagine going shopping with him and like he sneezes and he blows like six people down the aisle. Yeah. There's no more aisle eight. Yeah. You know, or like half of that aisle freezes because yeah. like he uses super breath or whatnot. And like, or maybe it's just that he, he got most of his powers after hitting puberty and then like, I don't know. That's when the sunlight hit. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know how his powers work. I don't know. It's something about the sunlight and shit. No, I know his. It's the gravity and the sun. The radiation from the sunlight gives. No, him I know, but I mean, in this scenario, you would have to figure out a way as to when they became established and why they became yeah, established. Yeah. Also, like, like how maybe they came in and out 
and that's how they dealt with it. Yeah. But like, it's just it's such a weird like thing. I just I really want to know. I think it would be interesting. Oh yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. My, my at the end of the day, I think it would just it literally have to be Jonathan and Martha Kent straight just putting their feet down, like yo, you fuck up, you're done. Yeah, you know I think that's the only thing I could think of. But then when he's older, just like try to get in his good graces because that's his terrible too. When he becomes a teenager, he's gonna kill them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, with teenagers, it's just like, yeah, they always show Kent, like Jonathan talking to Clark as like a teenager in high school and shit like that, yeah. or like middle school, as we saw in the movie Man of Steel and shit, like saving the kids and like. But, like, even when you're that age going through puberty and stuff, you, you get jealous. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, like, <clears throat> what you know, let's say he, he wants to go out with Lana and she's she's got some boyfriend. And, she, and then they, like, what if they made fun of Clark instead of she was, like, friends? And they're like, oh, Clark, you're never going to date Lana. You got a little penis. And then he just fucking rips their head off, literally. Yeah. You know, like. Just pimp smacks one of their yeah. heads off. That's his bottom bitch. Yeah. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it would work out, but that'd be yeah, that'd be an interesting comic. I, I'd read I, it. I'd one hundred percent read 12, it. Yeah, twelve twelve issues. That's all you need. That's a lot, man. I, w- I would have said six. 12. I would have said six too, but I feel like you can go in real depth here, especially with like because it's always like Clark gets his morality from the Kents. Yeah. So this is a perfect way to show how that morality was instilled in him, especially dealing with his tantrums as a young kid and giving him that moral structure that makes him Superman, yeah. right? That makes him uncorruptible, right? Because that's very hard to do, yeah. especially with someone's powers like that. That's It, it, can, <clears throat> it can be argued, I'd say, that only the Kents could have done that. Yeah. Like, I don't think any, anybody else, maybe Alfred, but if anybody would have yeah, raised maybe Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alfred's keeping fucking Batman in exactly. Line, so. I think I think he could have raised Superman. He yeah. would have just busted out the shotgun and just stood outside his crib. Was like, if you fucking cry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. When he cries, he could be creating like fucking yeah, sound waves exactly. and shit, destroying houses, yeah. causing volcanoes to erupt and who's tornadoes. to say? Like, at, at two years old, are you are you still using a diaper or how, how does that work? I don't know. Even if you put a diaper, his piss. Oh, that's one of the other things. Like, imagine the first time he jizzed. That shit probably went through the wall. <laughs> like a bullet. <laughs> like, like, you Faster know how, than a speeding bullet. Yo, yeah. that's where it came from, son. Like, that shit, he could have been like, like, what if, like, Kent was, like, knocking on the door? He's like, Clark, what are you doing? He's like, oh, and that yep. shit just goes through yep. the door. <laughs> oh, no, the roof. <laughs> like, you, like, I want to see, like, the scars on, like, Jonathan Kent. That had to be dealt with from Clark Kent growing up <laughs> as like a toddler to like a teenager. Yeah. Like he can't put like he can't take a couple of like tissues and like try to catch that shit. And how how old is Jonathan and Martha Kent in your world? Because originally they were seen as like an old couple, almost yeah. like grandparents age. But then over the I years they say, made them younger. Yeah, made them younger. Maybe like fifties. Okay, that's okay. You know. So like if they're in they the got some life experience, but they ain't got that Kryptonian experience. Nah, man. Thank God Martha Kent didn't have to breastfeed him, bro. Oh my God, that would have been ridiculous. She'd have no nipples. Yo, shit, he would have bit them off. Yeah, he'd keep them. He'd wear them as like <laughs> earrings. <laughs> <laughs> the trophies. Oh my God, Clark Kent, you sick son of a bitch. 
like you like thinking about it there's so much that could have gone wrong yeah and it didn't and it's just like like how like that's like i think that's the most interesting and the, like the that could thing, be one of the most interesting things about the, superman the funny thing is they're you have to think they're such good parents yeah but they never had kids exactly like how were they this good why they, were they this good yeah like they didn't have any kids i don't know maybe they kidnapped other people's kids and raised them oh god they fed him the clerk <laughs> <laughs> that's how you kept them calm <laughs> oh man holy shit well we're, we're we're coming uh we're coming close to the end of this episode here god damn uh, that was an interesting episode yeah. two very different topics but yeah. i like it i like i like what we did there um, do you have any any final thoughts, Aslan? Any final thoughts? Um, give me a second. I wrote a couple down. Okay. All right. Um, well, I just I just want to say um, before we get into that, I guess uh, where the hell did crypto come from, and how did he show up on Earth? Um, I forget the story, but I think he either got him on Candor, or he came in another pod, or he was with Kara. It was okay. something like that. Yeah, but that's like, the only thing I could think of. Because I was like, I always knew Superdog was there. I was like, where the hell do you come? Like, how come you didn't make an appearance or anything until well after Superman was Superman? You know what I'm saying? But I guess the whole, all the other stuff makes sense. I was going oh, um, Since I talked about my white dreams a lot and yep. prostitutes and shit. Yeah, absolutely. So one of my, one of my like random thoughts was like, technically porns. Are documentaries mm-hmm. being reenacted very badly? Okay, you know how like they do those like reenactments in like documentaries of like how something might have went. Yeah, yeah, but they're usually done like horrible acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what porn is. It's just like a documentary of like a real life like scenario that will never happen. It's horribly reenacted. Yeah, it's I, just horribly reenacted. I, I get, I get it. I get what yeah. you're saying. I guess you could. I guess it could be seen that way. Yeah, yeah. What What would you do if a uh, uh, an Oscar was ever won by a porno, like an best Oscar was won by porno. Yeah, like the one of the award. Maybe not best actor. Maybe best supporting actor. A <laughs> <laughs> bottom bitch, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Like imagine, imagine if they made one that was so good. Well, that acting, would or mean, just maybe the setting or something. Costume I don't know. Design. That would mean the porn story had to be really good, and like the acting had to be good. I haven't seen a good porn story, bro. Those shits are horrible. I don't know. I mean. I'm trying to think. I, they're, they're, the acting is really bad. I don't know. Well, un, unless you, you get an, an actor or an actress who's just like, you know what? I want this to be done. And they're like, I'll do a porn. I'll just to win this. You know what I'm saying? What if we could get... I don't know. That's just a movie with a sex scene in it. No, it's it's a it's a porno, but starring an, uh, a legitimate actor. What if Morgan Freeman... <laughs> this is my final thought now. What if Morgan Freeman was just, was just... He was just like, you know what? I need to get this done. He's never won Best Actor. He's no. never done it. Did he what, win like best supporting actor? Possibly, um, but he's never Bottom won best bitch. actor. What if what if he's like I'm gonna do this? I need I need to get on the phone. He calls up the porn people. He calls up Gangrel, who used to be a, a wrestler during the Attitude Era, who now directs porn. It's okay. the only person I can think of. And he's gonna call him and he calls uh, up Ron Gangrel. Jeremy. Yeah, and it was like guys, we can do this. No. Like, is this really Morgan Freeman? He's like, yeah. Can't you tell by my voice? <laughs> he's like, I'm narrating your life right now. <laughs> I'm God. Like, it's called it's called Bruce's Almighty's. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And every time he finishes, he just leaves a little note on the door that said Red was here. <laughs> what? Red was here from oh. Shawshank Redemption because okay. you can't do Brooks. He was Red. Okay. Yeah. 
or Brooks came too. There it is. But yeah, that's my final thoughts. Working for you. Call us up. We'll get this done. <laughs> <laughs> we got the studio for it. Oh shit. We we doing it here? <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, we would have had a camera, but you know. No. Yeah. You know, somebody somebody sold that shit on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, thank you for listening. As always, rate, review, subscribe, pray. I yeah. said everything so you don't have to. Cool. Um, you're welcome. I'm back with these awesome-ass topics. Yeah, for now. Then you're going to disappear and be gone forever. But tune in next week. What we talk about next, who knows? Will I be here? Yes. Will Eslam be here? Maybe. Will Rudy be here? No. I don't know. Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z.